How long gone? You're over in a $500 a night hotel and the Wi-Fi isn't strong enough to do a, pa- a Zoom call with me. What's going on over there in shithole London? Bro, honestly, not much good uh, if, I, if I'm being, if I'm keeping it 1,000 <laughs> 1, with my fucking day one mate. Does this have anything to do with Dua Lipa's System 95 newsletter? Because I know that that was ideated in London. No, no. Unfortunately, that is not on my, that's not really on my radar or something that, that I'm concerned about, even though... I do believe that Dua is a little bit overhyped, not just by you and Yayo, but by the world in general. Mm, okay, well, more on that later. Let's put a uh, let's put a Chanel pin in that, and we will we will come back to it because I I want to I want to listen to her press release and really hear her describe what it is because I I've learned that she may have invented a newsletter. I yeah, I think that there were newsletters like you'd may have heard of ones here and there, but then there's the Dua Lipa <laughs> newsletter, which kind of eclipses those regular newsletters written by i don't know professional writers mm-hmm. so it's a little it's a little different to get your advice from a, a rich celebrity i don't know where you get your advice from Dua has hired all of the hottest non-fattest writers <laughs> yes. that there are to offer she somehow yeah she somehow that gawker has not already <laughs> contractually dua lipa bound. Dua, dua lipa went to her backup dancers and said which one of you guys knows how to type <laughs> and she picked a couple she picked a couple and she just put them in so it's kind of a one one-stop fee thing for her and the label which is kind of nice yeah that's smart that's smart we're yeah we're, we're not here to spend money we're here to make money guys exactly and there's exactly. a lot of people that talk about like the writing programs and in Iowa or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, we're a friend of the show, Lena Dunham went on Girls and HBO, but the Albanian writing program <laughs> that they have over there. You know, Albania Albania has not just given us security guards, uh, Dua Lipa and, <laughs> and and Rita Ora. They've also given us uh, given us a lot of a lot of genius writers. And I mean, I can't name one kind of off rip, <laughs> but I'm sure if I got into the Wikipedia, I could mm-hmm. find one. Yeah, shout out to all my Balkan bros. You guys rock. You do rock. And I mean, you guys are truly <laughs> Jason's best friends. Um, you don't know his name, yeah, before but you, you know his face. Before Dua, Lipa, before Dua Lipa, I thought an Albanian was a guy who lived in upstate New York. But now, <laughs> I have, <laughs> but now I learned so much more about the geography of this crazy third rock from the sun that we're all spinning around. It's fucking crazy, man. I'll tell you what. Okay, so let's get into why you actually might be having not the jolliest of times uh, over there in London. I mean, it was going great. You know what I mean? If I can, if I can do two hour episode about how much I hated the Amalfi Coast, let's see what you got in your in your little. In your well, little the, pro- back pocket, the problem man. is, is that I still love it here, but unfortunately, I think I got some bad fish, Jason. Steelhead? Was it steelhead or was it regular fish? It was a Dover sole. Oh man. Okay, we're not going to name the restaurant, of course. No, we wouldn't do that. Um, we're too powerful. We've been. It's over a this. pretty. It's pretty extreme for lunch for me as a person who I don't know doesn't eat lunch. You know, but this was a destination and Al made the reservation, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. I mean, when you're in London, Dover Soul, you know, that's, it's a rite of passage. That's a smoothie, basically. That, that's, that's, it's, it's basically a smoothie. Uh huh. And <laughs> so we have this at, at noon, you know, post workout. I have a, I have this lunch and then. So you only, so no appetizers, no bread, no. There's a little bit of bread. There's a little bit of a, of like a potato thing. What do you mean by potato thing? Like it was a potato, it was like a lemony potato. Like what? It was one like a whole baked potato. No, no, no. It was it? It, no, no. It was it was strips. Or are you saying it was a potato the way my life partner calls pants a pant? Some people like to you know. Some people think of uh, 
you know, potatoes as wedges. I think of them more as like potato fingers. Uh, okay. Well, when I hear when I hear a potato, I I just think a whole potato. No, I'm sorry. You know, you've got it was a you've got a wedge. Dish. You've got a okay. It was just a strange. You know, the British aren't known for their food, but I think I really overdid it on like extremely cool British restaurants where everything is weird. Your white tummy can only handle so much weird. It, yeah, my tummy is my my tummy is less white than the tummies here to be fair but that's a different that's a, that's a different story so we the irony we're hanging out you know we're hanging out all day and i'm feeling i don't feel great but i feel fine you know what i mean because we so when when do you ever feel great with the amount of punishment that you give your body well and then i thought it was maybe because blondie and his his girlfriend jen took us to a place called fortnum and mason which i had never heard of do those guys those guys make the t the 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 dress shirts that you don't have to tuck in no, no, no. You wish. Instead, it's more like a it, it's like a six story carpeted version of Dean and Deluca, but it's all Christmas because of the season. Oh, baby, it's absolutely insane. But there was some cool stuff in there anyway. So I'm walking around a carpeted grocery store. <laughs> you know, I, I we were able to pick sounds up, like my nan's house. Yeah, we're able to pick up some gluten free Christmas biscuits. Um, may have gotten <laughs> may have gotten a little something for you and your Mrs. Claus. Um, Don't. You know, we were able to secure some nut mix for me to snack on as I was feeling peckish, of course. But uh, uh, unfortunately, much like our our enemies in France, the the British uh, transit employees had decided to strike. So it was very difficult to get the train. Um, Oh, no. The train I was just raving about. You're a known union buster. I'm a known union buster. I was looking for a a picket line to cross. Unfortunately, there were not any underground. Unfortunately, picket line is what they call the subway in London. (laughs) It was very confusing. We're running around. We're doing all this bullshit. And then, you know, we go to dinner at this other, like, the, the hottest, not hottest, but one of the hotter restaurants in London. Yeah, well, it's called it's called um, Cafe Cecilia. It's owned by Simone Rocha's brother. Uh, beautiful, beautiful space. I'm looking at the menu and I'm feeling bad. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not feeling good, but I'm think I think I'm. Are you just, feeling Dover Soul bad? I think I'm hungry though. That's the confusing part. I feel weak and 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 hungry, but I'm assuming that's because I've been out all day and have had one weird meal at noon and it's you know 7 30 i like that you're like hmm i feel this strange <laughs> sensation I, is it hungry i thought i had a, pr- a medical procedure so this wouldn't happen anymore I d- yeah I, I really did and it's it's not working out unfortunately so i so i <laughs> so i'm like I, I don't feel great and you know whatever i'm drinking some water i have a little bit of bread i'm like oh, i really don't feel great we order you know i'm just like i'm gonna thug it out i'll get something relatively hearty uh, you know, I'll, I'll need to line my gullet, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as soon as food touches the table, I, I'm like, I need to, I need to go to the restroom. <laughs> okay, so not not fork to mouth. As soon as the food, the hot, smelly fish lands on your table, it's out. It's out. Bye bye. Time to go. I go to the I, I go to the bathroom. I'm sweating already. Yeah, that special kind of sweat. I proceed to <laughs> violently vomit to the point where I pass out twice and hit my head and chin on the toilet both times <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> i didn't know that this is what happened i because when you were telling me the story i thought what happened was you're like oh man i have to go i'm going to make sick in this chic london bathroom and then you were in such a hurry a king's hurry a king's rush to go down and and vomit one's innards that 
you like like the toilets are weird over there and it's like a box where it has a chain that you pull no no and then no, no, you, no, no, you no. weren't you weren't familiar with that so you hit your you hit your head on like the a weird toilet and then you pass out so you're saying that you vomited yourself into a collapse to the point uh in, to the point of i came just passing out i came to and my head was throbbing and then i stood up and then did it all over again, oh, and my chin hit. <laughs> so I'm, fu- I'm, fu- I literally wake up on the floor. I mean, I don't know if I don't pass out very often. It's happened to me a few times in my life. I wake up on the floor of a bat. So you're in Pete Doherty mode. I'm in, I'm in Doherty mode. Exactly. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I'm in Doherty mode, and there's not even a needle to be seen. There's no needles with, with without any of the fun of the exactly, hard drugs exactly. or anything. I check my waist. The belt, the belt <laughs> is still around my pants. It's not around my bicep. <laughs> it's so fucked. So I'm, I'm, fu- I'm, I'm fucked up. Like I'm like I wake up on the floor and I'm the like the fact that this happened twice is wild the feeling of of waking up on a bathroom floor in like a foreign country is really oh yeah very weird so i kind of get myself together i'm actually feeling i feel weird right now even telling the story <laughs> i dust myself off like you're you you you're getting you're being you're triggering yourself yeah i'm triggering myself i i, I get up i go to, i go to the i go to the communal you know hand washing station and there's like hot chicks around and i've i'm definitely have like I just look insane. Like I'm dripping with sweat. I'm trying to wash my hands. I'm. I'm. I'm so you rocked up to the Dyson Q, <laughs> and there's nothing but fit birds about. There's nothing but fit birds. There's. I mean, it's it's fit birds oh, as far God. as far as the eyes can see. They got this American looking like vomit, feeling like vomit. Mate, you smell of sick. I, I wash. I, I splash my face with cold water. Rinse my mouth out. I go back to the table mm-hmm. and uh, a horse bath. I Isla, who joined us, her boyfriend Jed was there, and I was like, I sat down at the table. I immediately just go, I have to leave right now. <laughs> As if you saw like one of your frenemies yeah, at the yeah, bar, exactly. like an ex or something like that. I have to leave right We're now. Leaving. I, so I say, I Cheryl's ha- here. I, I'm like, I have to leave right now. And he goes, he thought I was kidding. You know, he's like, oh, mate, no, no, the food's not that bad, you know, or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, so this is a boy, uh, Chris, who cried wolf situation. It is You're like, no, this is a real emergency. It is. I'm sometimes I'm joking, but only when it's for money. So they're like, oh, don't worry about Chris. He just saw he just didn't like the wallpaper in the bathroom. <laughs> exactly. And he says we have to go. He said they had he said they had Myers brand hand soap. He didn't even know they could oh. get that here. <laughs> uh, he was disgusted. So wait, wait till Rezzy hears about this. So I, <laughs> I, I filed a complaint with Rezzy about the hand soap while I was on my deathbed. So then, <laughs> so I'm like, everybody stay, finish your dinner. I go outside. I'm I'm getting some fresh air. You know, it, feel, it feels pretty good to get fresh air. I get in the back of the the Uber. So so everybody stayed and kept dining, and you just went back solo to the telly. I, I was like, I gotta get. I'm not gonna ruin. I mean, they just got an appetizer. Like, I'm not gonna ruin this for you. So I get in the car. That's, that's nice. It's a nice. You know, it's a quick thirty minute fucking ride down a bunch of curvy streets where I <laughs> s- somehow somehow maintain you know some normalcy. I get back to the hotel. I immediately. Lay, I'm shivering too. Like I can't stop shaking like a leaf. I lay down into the bed. Oh my god! I lay down into the bed and I and I just I just cover myself in blankets and pillows. I don't know why. It just made me feel warm. Well, it's it's Doherty mode. That's kind of what you do. I'm in and out of consciousness. And oh Jesus! Then I I hear something in the room, <laughs> and I'm like, damn, what's going on? I pop up. There's two fucking cleaning ladies in the room who were doing turndown service. Thought I w- no one was in here, <laughs> so they they start screaming because I like freaked them out. 
like I was like I was hiding. So this is like this is hiding. like in a teen movie where you put a bunch of pillows in the bed to convince your parents yes. that you're asleep yeah. and you play a recording of you snoring. Exactly. They get scared and I'm like trying to I'm like trying to apologize to them, right? I'm like, oh I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I just, I'm not feeling well. You don't speak Albanian, they don't speak English, it's a mess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a language barrier. They 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 politely leave. They they of course left the uh two waters, you know what I mean? It was nice. And then so I'm still I'm just like I feel fucking insane. Like I don't know what's going on. My head is throbbing. I've got a fucking goose egg on, above my left eye. So I'm like, you know what? I need to take I need to take a hot shower. I need to go in this beautiful marble bathroom. I'm going to I'm going to take a hot shower, I'm gonna heat myself up, and then I'll jump back. Then I'll jump back in. Yeah, maybe do one of those showers where you just sit on the floor, Indian style, for forty-five minutes. I haven't done that in so long because I'm not hungover anymore. By the way, this is all happening. This is all happening on my fifth sober anniversary. This is this is me <laughs> celebrating celebrating five years of sobriety, behaving like a junkie when I'm just trying to eat. You know what First I mean? First of That's all, what I get. congratulations! Round of applause, all of our goners listening right now. Thank Give you, it up. Thank five you. years. That's no small feat. Thank you. Thank you. So anyway, back to back to dying. So I'm in the shower. <laughs> I get out. I towel off. I put on my plush robe. As soon, Jason, I'm not exaggerating. As soon as I touch the pillow. I have to return to the washroom to throw up again. <laughs> right after I shower, I throw up. I throw up for another. T- I throw up for another ten minutes to the point where I think I've blown a blood vessel. I, I, I. Luckily, they have some Marvis. Oh, luckily, the hotel does stock a Marvis uh, mouthwash. So, oh, I'm, nice. Yeah, I'm able to. I'm able to not only brush but uh, but cleanse as well. And then, okay, I go. I go back to the bed and and. I wake up the next day and I feel like I've been hit by a two-story bus. Damn. And then yesterday all I could do was basically sleep. Like I just laid in bed all day and every couple hours I would wake up and drink some water and kind of go back to sleep and Alex pokes you with a stick to make sure you're still alive, rolls you over so you don't get the bed sores. I did feel a little bed soreness this morning I wake up, I'm feeling a little bit better. Um, but I didn't mm-hmm. honestly. I didn't mm-hmm. feel great until like three p.m. today. Like I didn't feel like okay, I'm good until three p.m. today. Damn. After waiting in line in the London winter for an hour and fifteen minutes to get a COVID test that cost thirty nine euros that no one will check, I felt like myself again. <laughs> you know, and I just you know I just want to say I just want to say they've made traveling so disorganized and unglamorous that even a person like me who loves loves to see new places loves to waste money it's i am so turned off that it feels it, it feel i feel guilty about how turned off i am when you say they you mean aoc well and biden of course yeah the whole thing is just a fool's errand it's all fake this is this is what they wanted to do chris this is what they wanted to do so now the only ways that are going to be acceptable travel are your own car that is uh, autonomously driven to you by the Uber Corporation mm-hmm. or a private jet. Those are the only, be the only means of transportation in the future, Chris. Luckily, I'm closer to private jet than I am self-driving car at this particular moment in my life. I look forward to ideally doing both. But yeah, well, that's sure. Cool. I would like to a self-driving car to take me to the tarmac. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Sometimes I have to travel by land. With my line of work, I, yeah, I understand. Yeah, when you're <laughs> when you're kind of checking those electrical boxes outside of people's homes, that is that's kind of a that's kind of a. Car. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, taking the PJ to Equinox, where it's just a oh, mile away from my house, seems like a bit I of see. a. 
an excess, you know. I thought you I thought you were a, a warrior for the planet like DiCaprio. <laughs> and that's kind of something he would do, I think. You mean that's why he stopped working out? <laughs> <laughs> no, he just tells his pilot to keep it running so he can go see his oh, trainer, okay. you know, after he lands from <laughs> picking up the blood diamonds in Africa when he's ready to hit Equinox. <laughs> but no, I've had to go I've had to go to a, a, a I've had to go, you know, right past the local Marks and Spencer Food Mart and Azara into a weird half indoor half outdoor mall to get a COVID test at a place where it looks like, you know, <laughs> high school dropouts on the dole are picking up seasonal work by shoving a, a COVID test into <laughs> both of my nostrils for a long 15 seconds. And I, 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 I understand that this is protocol and I'm happy to do it. No, you're not. If you, well, no, if you're going to make me get a COVID test, that's fine. You have to ask me to see the results of the COVID test at the airport. That's all I ask. If I'm going to go to the trouble, oh. of, if I'm going to pay the money and go do it, all I ask is that you pick up your end of the bargain and and actually check the test. I don't think that's too much to right. ask. Right. You 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 should legally be allowed to call the CDC's bluff. Exactly. Exactly. It's like when Jay-Z plays poker all trust. Mm-hmm. You want to see the cards on the forehead. Exactly. But luckily luckily for me, London is mask free. Uh, and I've tested negative for COVID twice, so, you know, I'm back, baby. Is London really mask-free? Fuck yeah. Like, full-on, then? Full-on. I mean, people wear it on the tube, but that's about it. Honestly, it's it's incredible. Just out of respect. Yeah, I was just in Orange County um, building with fam, and we're, we're, we went to, a, a, like, a vegan restaurant. You know, and this is at a vegan restaurant. And I was like, oh, shit, like, uh, I think I left my mask in the car. And then I walk in, mm-hmm. and all the employees are not wearing a mask. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm in Orange County. I don't need to wear a mask. I forgot. I love that. that Orange County just decided, like, we're going to do this, and let's see what happens. Like, what are you going to do <laughs> is their attitude. Like, like, come at me, bro, is the attitude. <laughs> you you love that? <laughs> I, I Well, I just think it's I think it's it's not a small place. You know what I mean? It's not like it's like a... No. It's, and what I'm saying is it's not like a tiny podunk town in Iowa that's like, we're bucking the system. It's like a... Very, it's it's a known entity also because of their insane political beliefs that you know so for them them to do it it means something is my point no yeah it's it's not just a small town near sedona exactly it's a, the population of orange county 3.2 million and that was three years ago yeah you know it's bigger now that they've come out as right wing la population 3.9 million so it's like almost the same population it'd be like if la huge city is just like yeah, yeah we're, we're good we're, which la sort of is like well that's the that's the whole thing with any of this stuff if the, this, every sheriff department's like whoa, whoa, whoa hey right we're not enforcing that guys but a restaurant can just be like hey we refuse service we're allowed to refuse you service and then you know you pull up the f- cell phones and start filming you know luckily there were some fantastic meals in london you know before the this incident happened and, and before you got what so what are they because they call it montezuma's revenge when you're down in south america mm-hmm. and then what they call it a different one in asia i think they call it prince george's revenge here prince george's revenge that's a joke food poisoning in london that's that's a, i just made that up oh I, I know that that's a joke i know that that's a joke got food poisoning in london england here's what you need to know and it just says nando's <laughs> <laughs> Here's what you need to know. Don't go to Nando's at four in the morning. Absolutely pissed. So when yeah, when are you back uh, stateside, Broham? Luckily tomorrow, and I can't wait. I'm gonna kiss that Manhattan pavement in London. I'll be back for your ass. Don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. Like this, you, you can't keep you can't keep me away. You know, I've I've found with all the with all the traveling in the last year, where it's very tough and shitty, especially the international makes it so much worse, and where you got to go 
like you said, like where you go to some COVID place where it's just a refugee camp. Also, also, we should ideate a little bit on on kind of opening a how long gone COVID testing center and what we would offer there. <laughs> oh, interesting. Because I, I'm we're leaving we're leaving a lot of money on the table because these things are fully scams. Like you can, it, it's not like a nurse has to administer; just any old idiot can do mm-hmm. it. So. We could get ten loyal goners. We could pay them, you know, minimum wage. Yeah. We could have a Gia fridge. The Telfar fridge stocked with Gia. Oh, I'm sorry, a Telfar fridge stocked with Gia, and we could be charging fifty pounds, mate. No problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the best part about the Halongan testing facility, we only pretend to put the Q-tip up your nose. Exactly. All results are negative at the Halongan COVID testing facility. <laughs> if you want negative results, you know who to come see. How long gone? Your COVID test can't be positive. If COVID doesn't exist, that's the first rule. Of- <laughs> exactly. It's kind of, it all looks legit and we'll email it to you in a PDF format. So it feels good. And for another 50 quid, we'll make it so the QR code actually scans. That's, that's your saving. And that's the savings you can pass on to your new family. You're saving money. And also maybe Jason and I, or will be there, or maybe we'll have guest test administrators. So like on Thursdays, <laughs> if you come down, Nomi Fry gives you your test. <laughs> you know what i mean so you come on down to the house i bet you know me fry would have such amazing bedside manner as she's giving you a medical exam she's made to be a doctor yeah i can see it now friday from two to four mm-hmm. guest covid tester tim heidecker in the building at how long gone covid <laughs> testing facility this is a good idea this is a this is a good mm-hmm. idea it could be it could be anybody from our our, our extended you know universe. That's right. Uh, yeah, anyone. And you know, if someone's in from out of town, it'll be like when I would book DJ sets for some. You know, hey, the exactly. cro- crookers are in town from eat. You know, Ed Banger's here from Paris. Who? Oh, like oh damn, Coachella's coming up. We'll do a quick. Damn, this is gonna be sick. <laughs> Beach fossils. All four of them are gonna be doing. COVID. Yeah, we got. Yeah, we're doing kind of an underplay before the festival. Yeah, I don't know if you guys got the call, but how long gone? COVID testing is is pretty. It's filling up. You know what I mean? It's kind. Of, it's like baby's all right size, but it's it's. I mean, it's you know, it's pretty good. We offer competitive wages. <laughs> Damn, this is one. Of, this is one of our better ideas. But yeah, I mean, so I look. London's been great. I got to see all my mates i got to tap in at some local establishments you know so what did you and blondie famous skateboarder guy do uh we curbs rails ledges no we just we hung out and um quarter we hung out at at the studio uh he showed me actually some um upcoming christmas ornaments that are very fucking cool that he almost he showed me christmas ornaments that he's making that are so cool that i almost like christmas now so they, they better come out soon that's i i imagine christmas i imagine they will i'm sure nip around the corner. i'm sure they offer worldwide shipping but that's it and then he pointed us you know then then you know he pointed the other three of us to this christmas store and then we went there that was it it was a quick afternoon but mm-hmm. it, it's it's uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's got a good setup. I, I appreciate the way he's doing it because his his office studio has a rowing machine, a full set of weights. Oh shit! A couple, a couple of um foam rollers. You know, it's, it felt comfortable in there. Damn, that sounds amazing. I would love to have that. But I also, I would, I, I also kind of like, is it better to have that in the studio or in the flat or? He may have it in both, probably, right? I would guess both, but also, you know, they have kids and stuff, so maybe it's maybe it's kind of an office thing, you know? Yeah, I was th- I was thinking like I would I would love you know as in in the future you know for the crib like imagine if your living room just had like a little just kind of like a little you know you know in the stretching area at the gym where 
the ground is just a little squishier. Oh yeah. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah. If you if you just had a little, you know, ten by ten square in the living room, so while you know while you're watching Ted Lasso or whatever, and you can just knock out some. I was showing the room a stretch actually that Kirsty Godso showed me. You showed a stretch to the room. Yeah. Well, there, you know, I just wanted to show that you know I needed a stretch because I I the, for the gym I didn't realize the gym of the hotel I've I've only they only they had like the hard body karate rollers like the little ones but that are they have the spikes and shit but they didn't i didn't notice they they have the mm-hmm. full body size but the one where you basically lay down uh you know horizontally on it so it's 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 aligned perfectly with your spine sure, sure you know sure, sure. and so mm-hmm. you're supported and then you put small weights small dumbbells in each hand and let your elbows and and back of your hands rest on the ground so that your chest is opening oh yeah great stretch and i'd never learned that before and kirsty showed it to me you know a month or two ago and that's a that's a daily driver for me now for us now you're hooked for us typers you got to keep that chest open <laughs> i yeah i have i'll show you some other stretches offline we, we can't do it now did you see speaking of speaking of london did you see that mike skinner received an infrared sauna from his wife for his birthday <laughs> is this would the, is this was this in uh, one of your tabloids or is this instagram stories this was his instagram i believe grid it's him just it's just him sitting with an open door like thanking his wife for his sauna yeah, we were we were we were like Very trying cool. to figure out which infrared sauna to get. They're kind of. I remember when I was looking like a year ago, they were a lot cheaper, and I think they're a lot more expensive now. I think you're maybe you're cheaper. Is that possible? <laughs> no, I've I've gotten less cheap. I thought they were two thousand or something, twenty five hundo. Well, you you can yeah you can get one, but you know now that it's a decision that is for the both of us. You know, it's kind of like it's five thousand, uh, five six. You know. <laughs> Five six, you can get a vintage car. All right. Well, well. Speaking of speaking of London, Chris, I did wanna I did wanna talk about. There's a couple things on the docket that I want to talk about. I'm sorry for commandeering the first half of this podcast with my near death experience. I apologize. No, this that's exactly what I wanted to talk about, and I'm glad that we got to have a whole half an hour of Chris. But unfortunately, you know, hearing about you almost dying twice was a bummer. But I'm. Do you still have the? The shiner on your forehead. You got a baseball on there. It's uh, it's not. It's more. It was more a golf ball, but it's 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 yeah. It's still there. If I sleep on my yeah, it's actually a little tender as I touch it. And the worst part of all, you can't take any drugs for this pain. Like David Cho said, if I died from food, it would be pretty funny. (laughs) It would. (laughs) It would be pretty funny. (laughs) If I died exercising, that wouldn't be funny. That would be appropriate. If I died from eating food, that's exactly how I deserve to go. And God would be chuckling as I burned in hell. And the Larry David music would start playing as soon as you die from food. But uh, and we'll we're gonna get into uh, Larry David's recent collaboration with Mad Happy as well. Shout outs to friend of the show Maria. I don't want to talk about that unless you got an XL for me, Chief. Uh, but uh, but there's it, a lot of uh, a lot of the timeline has been talking about Dua Lipa's new uh, has been talking about Dua Lipa's new newsletter. Have you have you watched the video of her explaining? No, of course not. I don't give a fuck about Dua Lipa the way you guys do. I, I just don't care. Okay, well it's time for so there's a two minute long video about her explaining to. Are you about to play a two minute long piece of audio on this podcast? We could get shut down for copyright infringement. Don't worry, we're gonna be talking all through it, just like How Long Gone adds color. Available December seventeenth on Jack Jaguar Records. <laughs> Pre-orders available now on website on websites. Yeah, pre-orders available now on jagjaguar.com. Thank you for your business. Okay, so Dua says, I've been waiting to tell you about this for the longest time, and now that it's ready, I hope you'll let me guide you through some of my favorite blah, 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 blah. Okay, here, here it is. Savage 95. 
The inspiration for the name is quite simple. I was born in 1995 and... She sounds like she's talking... <laughs> she sounds like she's talking about like a bad tattoo she got. She's having to explain it. Like to her mom. Yeah, like, well, mom, you know I was born in 1995, right? And like... <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Okay, so service... She She's in service to so many people. And she was born in ninety five. That's some that's some kinda that's some like sober talk, but continue. It is. I'm in service to my fans as well as our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. All right. I wanted to create a, a little hub and a platform that encapsulates exactly that. Service ninety five is a weekly newsletter where we'll be sharing words, stories, cultural recommendations, and more from like the plethora of global voices that I love. Mike, first of all, I'm offended I wasn't asked to contribute. Second of all, do we know anybody in Dewey's camp? I don't think I know anybody. And I've looked at the Instagrams, but I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it seems like something that she's just completely farming out entirely. 100%. Like somebody. There's no way that Dua Lipa is sitting down at her MacBook Pro backstage in Guam and typing out a newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> in guam she's a global artist jason <laughs> so do you think that this is something where she, it was like her idea she like is off tour and she's like i really 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 want to start a new newsletter no it's 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 different it's worse not worse but it's basically her being like oh my god i have all these great ideas and i, <laughs> I like i just love all these places and her manager being like you know what, babe? We can fucking monetize this. Here we go. That's exactly yeah. how this happened. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm already doing this stuff anyway. I just tell people about all the great restaurants and my manicurist in Zurich, you know, and and, <laughs> and and then the manager was like, we need to monetize this now. And then it's six weeks later, you know, somebody got paid $150,000 to put together a deck <laughs> name with the name and the logo mark and the whole schedule for this. And once again, I'm, I'm mad. I will pass up for that, too. Okay. Well, I mean, this is sort of what we do on How Long Gone. We, we put it into the universe and obviously it'll come That's someone true. from her camp is listening for sure let me let me say this hey charlie xcx you want a newsletter but maybe better you know who to call we were just talking last week she's 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 like i'm i'm gonna try to go to italy i have a week in may next year that's hectic man it must be it must be crazy very hectic to be that famous jesus christ she doesn't even have time to do a fucking vanity newsletter well you know it's it's tour season for her you know dua already did her tour maybe she's i mean i feel like these people are just always on tour just always yeah that's because that's where you make money not from a newsletter i'll tell you that i've learned (laughs) i've learned that okay here we go Trust in fashion, in beauty, in the arts, in politics, in global hold issues. On, hold 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 on. You thought it was just going to be the best nail salon in Dubai, but no, no, no. I didn't know politics and global issues. Now she thinks she's Monocle? This is really, this is really something else. So I think what's happening is maybe Tyler Brule, maybe this is a Monocle newsletter. Maybe Monocle is... This is a Brule play. Maybe Monocle is doing this for her. That's what's going on here. Mm-hmm. That, so she's gonna she's gonna talk about the the locals the local economy in in Istanbul while also talking about the new soft powers <laughs> of the world. What what is the what, what was the new diffusion thing that Mark Jacobs did for like teens? Oh God, it's actually good. I can't remember. That. Heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heaven is just yeah. So monocle serv- and Dua. service ninety five is is monocle's Gen Z newsletter product exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so all the global geopolitical issues will be covered. Of course, of course. As well as nail shops in Dubai. Okay. Tyler Brule, 
tons more, really, from some incredibly talented writers and editors that are both established and emerging from all over the world. I am a big reader, and I think of myself as pl- fairly plugged in, but... <laughs> okay, bro, come on, dog. Let me tell you something. The first, the first, the when you say I think of myself as a pretty big reader, that's when I know you're lying. <laughs> What's the tell? Just that you would you would just say the fact that you would utter those words. Period. A little bit, but also just like if 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 you're a celebrity who reads, there, there's ways that you convey that. I feel like beyond mm-hmm. saying it when you're trying to sell something, but. <laughs> Also, when does someone like Dua have time to read? She's got downtime. She's got downtime. I guess that's true because she doesn't write any of her own songs. I guess it's pretty. When no, she's, no. When she's there's the, a lot of there's a lot of bikini time in Mykonos. When she's when they're when they're writing the, the songs, body keeps the score is is getting ran through. When, when she when she's yeah when they're writing the songs in the studio, she's in the other room reading. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, we're gone. We're not even halfway through yet. It has a shift over the past year or two when it comes to really what I want to read and what I'm most drawn to. So my hope is that Service 95 will really broaden the types and scopes of stories that you'll be able to read, covering topics in ways that you probably wouldn't read elsewhere. You've invented new topics <laughs> that we've, gonna, we've never read before? This is crazy. There, there was an episode of Succession a couple weeks ago where they had like a shareholders meeting and they just kept sending different people out to kill time. <laughs> and this is this sort of has that same energy, just like yeah, and various um, vi- vi- as wa- as far as it goes with uh, topics and also reading to me is really broad and important. And then you know the sweats just dripping down your forehead is, is sort of. The energy that I'm getting from Dua right now, which it doesn't Listeners, have to be this I, way. We need we you to come forward if you know who's video. responsible for this. I know that there's no way that someone that listens to this podcast is not involved in this in some way. Mm-hmm. There's there's, there's just no way. It, it's like Homer. You know what I mean? Send, send me a Dumois-style DM. There's, there's, Let me know. There's no way that one of you isn't involved in this newsletter version of overpriced ugly jewelry. There's no way. I, I know one of you girlies... Is is contributing quirked up stories to System ninety five or Service ninety five? <laughs> One of you quirked up girlies is, a, is responsible. My friends and families go to for when it comes to recommendations. I have obsessively been making lists since I was a child, and it's a way for me to find order in the chaos during quarantine. Like I kept track of the movies that I was watching, so I could. <laughs> great did you we all wrote down all the movies that we watched in quarantine right that's a thing i, I do not need movie recommendations from dua lipa somebody in dua's camp is like when she learns about letterboxd it's gonna be this is gonna be a shit fit yeah, that with my friends the books that i was reading you should say clueless it's a vintage movie about girls clothing you know, artists and designers and musicians and the best nail salons in different parts of the world and a lot of that really came from traveling and touring and experiencing and i also wanted to bring to light things that are quite under the radar that you wouldn't necessarily find in just a normal tourist guide and i just find a really huge joy in <laughs> uh, telling people things that I've found and I want to share that and that's kind of my I service. like the idea of Dua Lipa <laughs> typing this from like a MacBook in the back of a van like outside of a, a, a VFW <laughs> hall in, in Philadelphia on tour like all the great stuff I found on tour and she's just talking about another bad vegetarian restaurant somewhere in the Midwest She yeah she it's 7, 7.59 at the Hoosier Dome in Indianapolis 
and she's got the iPad up and she's she's like, no, not yet. Push the set. I'm almost done writing this matcha shop review. I mean, I think the, the reality is she's so famous it'll probably just work because I think that she has a stand. It's definitely going to work. She has a stand culture. I mean, it's going to work. Depending, I mean, is it is it a pay thing? I don't think it's a pay thing. I, what I think is what this is is just like like Depop meets Goop, or just like just like her own version of Goop is well, basically she, what's yeah, going on. Yeah, no, it on. definitely is. I mean, it's definitely it's definitely. But I think she'll also be able to get like crazy deals, like sponsor deals, will be crazy. It's just advertising play. Like this, exactly. There's there. This could easily pay for a full staff with with the advertising from sending a newsletter once a week. No problem. This is. But also, if she is Albanian, then the people that control her life are like, all right, you know, it's been going pretty good so far. It's time to kind of start doing a little bit of that laundry, that launderess. Yes, we need to start cleaning up some of this money. And she's like, "Do we have to?" And they're like, "Yeah, or else we're going to shoot your family." <laughs> she's like, "All right then, newsletter, newsletter, it is. newsletter. Let's do something modern." <laughs> I just this is once again celebrities coming to steal our jobs. First DJing, then podcasting, and now newslettering. What won't these celebrity hotties not take from us? It's crazy because they're hotter; they'll make more money. I just don't think uh, that's fair. <laughs> it's not fair, but uh, it also is sort of part of your personal ethos i mean i think you should be paid more the better looking you are of course but i think if you're a, yeah. if you're a celebrity that just makes things a little bit unfair you know well, yeah i guess with djing it's kind of like yeah you know it's a bunch of drunk people in the club being hot is a priority that will definitely be advantageous so you're you're saying your career didn't take off because stevie Oki is so much hotter than you is that <laughs> <laughs> he took his shirt off more than i did on stage <laughs> <laughs> but 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 it's but nobody's going to be like oh i'm not going to read this like true 10 best infrared saunas list unless the person writing it like the person being hot writing it is almost a disadvantage for certain things you know like being being a, a very hot dj is not going to be a disadvantage for you no the only the only problems you're going to have is the uglies are going to be like oh i'm not getting booked uh you know the warehouse project because Peggy Goo is hotter than I am. Like that's mm-hmm. that's a normal thing, but no one's gonna be like, oh, I guess I don't know. Radikowski sort of taking the food off of my kids' tables a little bit. It's unbelievable. They keep coming for. They keep coming and they keep winning. And I don't see that switching anytime soon. Is the yeah? Just it's kind of reality. it's a little Bo little Bo Jacksony where it's like, all right, we get it. Or like when Michael Jordan started playing baseball and it's like, okay, you know, just stick to what you. Yeah, when J.R. Smith went and played college golf, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, and it's fine if you want to do that. If you want to be hot and write listicles. That's fine. If you do, you can do that. If if you want to be hot and and write geo geopolitical um, op ads, that's fine. But don't make it. Don't make money from it. Just do it as a as a side project. We need to release. We need to know who the editor in chief of Service ninety five is. That's what we need to know. And, and and it has to be somebody that we know. It's probably like Patrick Sandberg or something. And he hasn't told anyone. Somebody's yet. somebody's cashing a minimum of one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year to edit a newsletter that comes out once a week. <laughs> every every celebrity will do it because it's Dua Lipa asking, even though Dua Lipa is not asking. You know what I mean? I will do it. I've made fun of it for the last 20 minutes on this podcast. Oh, I would definitely, I would definitely do many it, people to listen to. It, and if they emailed me and said, "Hey, would you like to do like your favorite restaurants in LA?" And I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. "Guys, have you been to the San Gabriel Valley? It's sick." <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's come to my attention that 
that unfortunately Larry David is over. First, he started wearing the airmail hat on episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm this season. I've said I've been saying Larry David's over for six years, so welcome to the team, bro. I know, I know, but I mean, it was it was harder for more people to let him go than you, Chris, because you were never <clears throat> really at a stand to begin with, right? No, no, I think I think Larry David is prime is a fucking genius, no question. I just think that like I know, but I'm talking about, but you weren't standing. No, but he he started to embody the shtick too much. It's a risk mm. we all take, but he's too famous. He's so famous, it's different, you know. It tur- it turned into do the thing. Yeah, I guess it first started. I started seeing cracks in the facade when, at first, he would he would do the squinty eye thing, and he'd be like pretty, pretty, and then it would be like, oh, he did this thing, and it was really funny. It was like so Larry David. He did the pretty, pretty, and then it turned into like. He did it every episode, mm-hmm. and then it was like, okay, you're you're in on your own shtick too much, and now now I'm not down anymore. I've been saying that he's going to get canceled for doing something 15 to 20 years ago. It hasn't happened yet. But, you know, first the airmail hat, which obviously you support and I don't. But now a collaboration with Mad Happy Clothing. Well, they've already done one. Yeah, they they did the Latte Larry's t-shirt. Oh, really? But this is worse. This is worse. Because it's a varsity-style jacket. What hasn't already been said about Matt Happy? It's carrying a higher, like a t-shirt is offensive, but it's 50 bucks, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. This jacket's probably, you know, 350 plus retail. Do you think it's a, a sustainable varsity jacket? Oh, I would hope. And the only place you're going to see it <laughs> is on a white chick at fucking, at Erewhon that didn't pay for it because she smashed one of the owners of Matt Happy. <laughs> That's the only person that you're ever going to see wearing this. Okay, so how do you think clothing company Matt Happy... A clothing company that makes sweatpants for LeBron James and rich teens with plastic surgery from Calabasas. How did they land this deal? Guys that have BMW M3s idling outside of the Dior store. I don't know, Jason. <laughs> I, I, I think I think that we have to blame Kazi. I think she is his ear to the streets. If we if we trace the lineage back, obviously she's a airmail contributor contributor. So that's definitely where the hat came from. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. Theref- therefore, by deductive reasoning, I have to assume that Cassie and maybe her friend group or her larger network involves the Mad Happy Click and have plugged him in. So so Noah Raff, the guy who named himself after the, his two favorite clothing companies, Noah and Raff Simmons, mm-hmm. that's real, right? I mean, I don't care if it's real or not. It's funny. Do you think she was like, hey, I can, I love Mad Happy. I can make this happen? Or... He DM'd her and was like, hey, we would love to build with your dad. Oh, no, no, no. I think they wanted to build. I mean, it's it's, it's a great look for them. It makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, bro, it's either this or Kith. There's no, I mean, that's it. That's the only two brands that are going to do something like this. The thing about Kith is like, yes, it's horrible, but it's also just like we make clothes that we think are dope and then that's it. But then, but they're, they're not trying to be something, whereas Mad Happy is like, building their brand around mental health awareness when yes they clearly don't give a flying shit about it it's just they're just monetizing they might care about it but caring about it is not enough well everyone cares about it everyone cares about it but it's just speak for yourself it's a shoe it's a shoe you know like what if we made you know 
I'll, I'll be able to sleep well at night knowing I made a, a $300 hoodie with a rainbow embroidery that says like smiling is contagious or I mean th- this is but this is how far I can't wait for the mental health backlash I'm optimistic I think we're close to the mental health backlash mm-hmm. I think we're close to people being like what what the fuck were we thinking we were all searching for something because of the cursed COVID-19 pandemic. Once, <laughs> you know, I know there's a new strain. I don't want to hear about new strains unless I'm in line at cookies. That's my new. <laughs> shut the fuck up about a new strain. They're called. There's a new strain from South Africa. I, I, I mean, like, guys, that's how this is going to work. There's going to be a new strain all the fucking time. This is how it's going to be. Like, we just have to live like this. How many different Jordans are there? Exactly. Yeah, I'm going to get my. Yeah. What are the flu game Jordans of COVID? I need to. Fi- <laughs> we need to figure that. We need Yo, to figure that. polio. Those are the 11s. <laughs> oh, I pulled up in the polios and I my three was wet. My fours. That's chlamydia. And they, my fours are so clean. They ain't never going to find a cure for how fucking dippy my fours are. But I do think that the idea, and I'm sure they donate some portion of proceeds or whatever to mental health, you know what I mean? But it's like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I just, where do we draw the line? But I guess most people that are buying that don't give a fuck and just like the way the logo looks, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, dumb clothes for dumb people and they think it's they're, they're doing a good thing. But yeah, I, hopefully there will be a mental health collapse where, you know, people are just like, if you want to, you know, be more mentally healthy... It's something that you do yourself and you don't make a clothing company about it that's only rooted in commerce and not actual mental health. How many fucking apps raised $100 million with celebrity investors to teach you how to breathe? You know, it's like, I mean, <laughs> it's just crazy, dude. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's like, yeah, I need LeBron James to teach me how to be calm. You know why he's calm? You know why LeBron James is calm? It's because he's so fucking rich. I'd be calm, too. <laughs> and lebron james he doesn't seem calm to me that's the thing i don't i don't think i don't think of lebron james when i want to cool down he's not the face of calm i think of him when i want to watch a sick ass slam exactly yeah but i mean it's just it's just crazy the amount of money has been raised like the uh, it's it's just all twisted but it's it's just like anything else it's just another trend it's the palm wonderful <laughs> of 2021 it's the same shit yeah, yeah yeah we're we're gonna look back in 10 years and be like and and consider the mental health awareness boom to just be like antioxidants like yeah oh yeah it's good for us but like it doesn't like change shit don't you remember a time you know not in the in the that distant past when people just went to the therapist and that was it it wasn't about <laughs> you know breathing on apps it wasn't about you know talking about it on social media it wasn't about posting pictures of your vacation talking about how grateful you are for some space you know <laughs> it was you paid $250 to sit in an office building and talk to someone about your problems, and it worked. I don't need to hear about your journey. Like We don't need any of that. We need everybody to pay money to talk to a professional and anything else. <laughs> I'm all set on. I'm all set on. Or And if you don't have enough money to spend on a therapist, because it can... It can be a lot of money, you know, a thousand bucks a month sometimes for some people. But if you if you can't afford that, just find friends to talk talk with them. That's Yeah, you might know people that are actual living be- breathing human beings that you could talk to, you know, that aren't it, it doesn't cost any money. You don't have to show anybody. You don't have to put it on a t-shirt or anything. It's crazy, really, when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so kinda, don't, it's kind of crazy. Don't buy any clothing from Matt Happy. It's for the weak. <laughs> Strong people just buy regular clothes that don't have 
um, goofy ass logos on them. Yeah, you've heard of Thrasher Skateboarding Magazine, right? I didn't. That's a magazine. That's a yeah. I've, I I know you thought it was a, a PacSun clothing brand, but us <laughs> us over here on Skate Twitter, we don't we don't play like that. Look, hangs out with Blondie once, and he's different. <laughs> He's all, he's walking around. He's like, yeah, I switch I switch five would that like three years ago. So <laughs> Let me tell you something right now, off rip. I've never grinded anything properly, you know. So I want to I want to be very clear. I've never backside five would anything. I've watched a lot of backside five o's on Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, as well as Welcome to Hell four one one, you know, and a handful of other important videos, you know. Damn, Chris, you're an OG. I I yeah, I'm old. Thank you. I'm, I'm <laughs> I know. I love I love that I wonder which old person turned OG into a positive. Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I, I it was probably 72 and sunny. Yeah, that's definitely an agency. But Ice Ice T Ice T and Ice Cube pooled their money together, got about 300 300k, gave it to 72 and sunny and said make being an OG. Cool. <laughs> make make me old because cool, bro. because I have man titties and I'm and uh and my I have a low T count now and uh, Ice tea can't have low tea. You understand? It's my whole brand. I'm gonna, um, you know, take another shower and go to bed so I can sit on a plane for seven hours tomorrow. I just love, I just love Chris barfing, <laughs> showering, let, you know, putting on your little perfect pajamas, getting your getting your tootsies into bed under the covers, and then immediately ripping the sheets off and vomiting again. Hey man, you can't win them all. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go look online and see if there's any Tiffany Sterling Silver bedpans for you. Thank you. <laughs> Please, that'd be great if you could get it engraved. That would be very nice. <laughs> um, Jason, it's been a pleasure to podcast with you from across the pond. The final chapter of Chris's London vacation is over. Um, mm-hmm. We'll be back next week with more popular podcasts and guests. Uh, and. I can't wait to be back in L.A. with you on the tennis court, baby. I'm counting down the days. Ooh, yeah, I played yesterday. Oh, I'd love to hear it. So I'm ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. All right, bro. Thanks to all of our, our listeners and supporters for giving me positive engagement on my Timberland advertising on Instagram. You guys are the best. We love you. You got, Hey, you guys are cool. Well, uh, I'll talk to you later, Jason. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you.